Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Oh, that's a, that's a first. <laughs> I, I hit the button too soon. You did, a little premature pressulation there. Sorry. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, happy Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's a good Your Monday. first Monday with half a COVID vaccine. I know, I went today, I went Sunday and got mine, so yay for me. You. It's still going to be, I got Moderna, so I've got four weeks before I get the second one and another two weeks after that, so. Before you're safe. Yeah, it's it's really just the beginning of, <laughs> of a long trek uphill, so. But anyway, it's started. But you've taken that first step. Yes. Excellent. All right. Um, on the Disney Parks blog, they have a Walt Disney World Minute with golfer Tony Finneau. Finneau, that's right. Uh, Tony uh, talks about uh, Walt Disney World. He was recently there with his family, and he talks about some of his, some of his favorite golf memories, which include hitting a golf shot in front of Cinderella Castle when he completed in Big Break Disney Golf, which I have not heard of. But if you're a big golf fan and you like Tony Finneau, well, uh, check that out. I don't even know who that is. All right. Uh, in Jungle Cruise news, they have added new characters as part of the retheming. That's right. We all remember that they're going to change the story right. uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they have added uh, a new character, um, and it is Alberta Falls. She is the niece of, um, sorry, she's the granddaughter of Dr. Albert Falls, who we hear about in the uh, story of the Jungle Cruise. Right. Um, and she is supposedly the proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company. So she is the owner of the Jungle Cruise. Okay. Uh, Disney has published an interview with her from the Daily News, which is G-N-U-S, new, as in the animal, Oh, uh, from 1938. Okay. So it's an old story. Uh-huh. It's a new story, but it's an old story. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's an interview with her about uh, the, the uh, uh, company and why she's doing the Jungle Cruises. Now she is also, according to the story of the... Uh, Jungle Skipper's Cantina, the person who started that. So they're now starting to tie in the story of Mystic Manor mm-hmm. overseas. They're starting to tour, uh, tie in uh, the SEA, which is the Society for Explorers and Adventurers. Um, and it, it's all starting to like tie together now. Um, and uh, it, it's just, it's getting interesting the way they're tying it all together. It's a jungle cruise universe. It is. And they're going to tie in, I think, the Adventurers uh, Club to this as well. Maybe so they'll bring it back. I doubt that. <laughs> All right. Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, now have merchandise available in the parks and on Shop Disney. That's right. Okay. Because it's not just about the shows anymore. No, it's it also is. about the gear. Mm-hmm. Um, as they did with Wanda, uh, WandaVision, every week they released uh, stuff specific to the episode. Um, so they're starting to do that now with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, you can check out their gear on shopdisney.com. You can go to the Disneyland Resort Backlot Premier Shop and Superhero Headquarters at Disney Springs to check out the uh, unique gear. Okay. Everything from Funko Pops to water bottles to pins to shirts, iPhone cases, and if you'd like, you can even purchase a replica shield. I would not like, but maybe someone would. Well, I already have one. Uh-huh, yeah. Mine is the Captain America 75th anniversary mm-hmm, shield. Mm-hmm. This is the Falcon and Winter Soldier shield. We are not getting a second shield. We might need We are not shields. getting we, a second well, shield. we aren't. I <laughs> no. might. This house is not getting another well, might, shield. Well, I might be moving. You might be, yes. yeah. All right. Um, so while you're gone, I'm going to go to Disney World and I'm going to eat a lot of things for Easter. The Foodie Guide to Easter is out. 
That's right. Uh, the Foodie Guide to Easter is out. All sorts of restaurants have all sorts of uh, unique uh, goodies. Um, Restaurantosaurus has a thumper cupcake, which is a carrot cupcake. Tiffin's has an Easter basket, uh, which is a mango and mixed berry cake with lemon cheesecake, vanilla meringue, marshmallow variations, berry coolie, and mango chantilly. Uh, the Coral Reef has an Easter basket, which is an Easter brookie basket with white chocolate ganache, buttercream. Uh, La Cellier has a key lime robin egg. Uh, the Ganacherie, of course, has their own specific candies. They've got an Easter mini bunny pinata. They also have a boozy bourbon chocolate bunny. I like um, Emirates Patisserie. You didn't mention have? that one. They have the that's the bunny butt cake. Oh, that's cute. that cute. That's adorable. It's a little bunny with the it's a little butt sticking up in the, up in the air. air. Yeah. Uh, Giardelli has just Easter basket classic candies, and then the resorts are starting to get into their own special uh, things. At Pop Century, you can get the Extraordinary Cupcake, which is a vanilla cupcake with lemon filling, vanilla buttercream, and sugar eggs. That will be available April 1st through 4th. The Contempo Cafe has a mini bunny cake. Uh, Gasparilla Island at the Grand Floridian has a carrot blondie pop, a bunny box, a marshmallow bunny tail pops, the Grand Egg, um, miniature bunny cake, pastel Mickey whoopie pie. Okay, this is getting old. Pretty much everyone has something yeah. for Easter, and it's almost always some sort of cake. I think one of the big thing right now is the artist palette at Saratoga Springs. They have an Easter cake, which is a multicolor. It's like a layered cake. Well, yeah, a layer cake. Yep. Um, that's the from what I've read. That's the big thing. Yeah, they have some really cute stuff. Yeah, and um, also. Uh, back this year at the resorts are the resort Easter egg displays, which we didn't get to have last year. Right. Um, the following resorts will have uh, edible art on display, uh, and that is the Boardwalk, the Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, the Yacht and Beach Club. Um, and then Easter brunch will be available at Olivia's Cafe at Old Key West, Allen Compass, uh, which is at the uh, Yacht Club, mm-hmm. uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe at uh, the Wilderness Lodge, and then out uh, in Disneyland, of course, they have their own treats, um, and they are offering brunch at uh, Tortilla Joe's and the Uva Bar and Cafe in the downtown Disney district. All right. Great. Yeah. Um, there is a spring surprise from Duffy and Friends. That's right. Um, the other day was um, a special day uh, because it was the first day of spring, but it was also the International Day of Happiness. Oh, boy. And uh, Duffy and Friends have a a little video called The Spring Surprise. It's very similar to their previous video, Morning Glory. Uh, And it's a little stop-motion animation of Duffy and his friends. So it's uh, just a couple minutes of cuteness. I mean, you know, for just a couple minutes, you can sit there and watch the cuteness to brighten your day. All right, in California, they have some 65th anniversary apparel available. That's right. It's almost time for the 66th anniversary of the Disneyland Resort, but we all know that they've been closed for a year. they got to get rid of the 65th stuff. So this stuff's been printed up and sitting in a warehouse for a year, and uh, it probably doesn't have that musty smell yet. (laughs) Uh, But you can pick up some retro-looking stuff. The 65th anniversary is pretty cool. Uh, Mickey in an old school, uh, what do you call that, fedora? Was it a fedora? I don't see it it's anymore. The, it's gone. The hat. I know what a hat is, but I can't see what he yeah, had it's on. A fedora. Yeah, it's a fedora. And then, you know, Minnie with her bow, and it's kind of a stylized 65 logo, and the old classic Disneyland sign. So, yeah, cute stuff. Uh, you can check that stuff out around the Disney Resort, um, and it's at uh, basically the Wonderland, uh, Wonderground Gallery. All right. 
So people who are in the Disneyland area, sort of milling around and trying to peek, can now see sections of Avengers Campus lit up at night. That's right. And I think the highlight for me was the illuminated Quinjet on top of the Avengers headquarters. Cool. Yeah. Very exciting. All right. All right. A little bit of merch news, but this is just so cute you can't not mention it. The Jungle Cruise Mickey Funko Pop is now available. That's right. And not only is it the Jungle Cruise Funko Pop, but it's the Jungle Cruise Skipper Mickey oh, Funko it's, Pop. It's so cute. Uh, available for $29.99. It is going to be released on June 27th, but pre-orders are now available uh, via Amazon. So uh, if you'd like to see Mickey uh, at the wheel, check that out. Very cute. Very cute. It will go very nice with our Skyliner no, that was and a, our Matterhorn no, car. That was a... We, oh, we have the Matterhorn from... Matterhorn. From... Uh, Adam. Yes. Yes, yes. We didn't put that one out yet, though. And then all our space is going to be taken up, so no yes. more Funko Pops. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the shield. No more shields. Let's see. Where am I? Uh, the Little Mermaid, Undersea Adventure, and Cochina, 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 Cucamanga seem to be closed for refurbishment. I don't get to have anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're covered in uh, scaffolding and scrim. Uh, they're being worked on, and uh, you know this became evident when they opened up uh, for a taste of Disney. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Good. Um, characters in Disneyland and California Adventure are going to make pop-up appearances. Yeah, they've started testing this uh, in, now in California Adventure, and um, you know it's going to be very similar to what we've seen at Walt Disney World, where characters appear. Uh, and I actually said a taste of Disney, but I meant a touch of Disney. Um, you know, characters will appear in the train station at Pixar Pier, uh, and it'll be socially distanced, and you'll be able to wave and take selfies with them in the background, right. but you won't be able to run up and give them a hug or get an autograph or do any of the fun stuff that we're used to. Oh, well. But at least they're going to be out. Yep. Everyone's just excited to see uh, Disneyland opening. Yep. Uh, when the parks reopen, the Haunted Mansion is going to have some enhancements and new magic. But they won't tell us what it is. Well, it's a surprise. They've just said that as of April 30th, uh, April 30th, there's going to be something, uh, some new magic at the Haunted Mansion. Right. On April 30th, when um, Disneyland reopens, Snow White's Enchanted Wish is going to be opening um, also. That's right. We all know it was reimagined during the pandemic. And uh, it's just kind of opening with no fanfare. Yeah. No, no press preview, no... Uh, Nothing elegant, just I hey. mean, it's ready, and if they wanted to do any kind of press preview and all that, they'd have to wait months because really the big story is just that the park is opening. Yep. So, yeah, just slide that right in with everything else. Um, U.S. Disney employees can begin returning to their offices after July 4th. Yeah, the uh, cast members were sent uh, an internal video notifying them that there will be a phased reopening of offices in the United States, uh, but Disney has not yet released any of that publicly. Okay. Um, Bob Chapek has stated that guest satisfaction in Disney World is higher than pre-COVID. That's right. He recently uh, had an interview uh, with Bloomberg, and he discussed that uh, worldwide uh, there's been an improvement of guest satisfaction and that the numbers are higher, um, which means the guests are more satisfied now, more now than they were prior to the pandemic. Do you want to know why? Why is that? They took away stupid fast passes. <laughs> I think it's just because you can go out and do something in these yeah. areas where guests are people going. People who were there really, really want to be there. It's not um, It's not people who are like, eh, maybe we'll go to Disney World. Everybody goes. We should go one time, you know, or, you know, with these expectations. You're going. Your expectations are really low because you know you've got to wear a mask. You don't know how great it's going to be. And I think people are getting down there and just being so thrilled to be there 
that, right. you know, Disney kind of do no wrong <laughs> as so long as they're to, open. So happy to be anywhere. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Walt Disney World park hours uh, have been extended for some dates, and they've released the next set of um, hours for the new dates. That's right. The hours for the first week of April have been extended. Um, the Magic Kingdom is going to be open from... Uh, April 4th through the 10th from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Previously, the times were 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., so you're getting four extra hours. Epcot's going to be open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Previously, it was 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., so you're getting four extra hours there. Hollywood Studios is going to be open 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Previously, it was 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Animal Kingdom is going to be open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., where it was previously 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, and then the tentative hours for May 3rd, I'm sorry, May 30th through June 5th, it's the standard times, Magic Kingdom 9 to 6, Epcot 11 to 7, Hollywood Studios 9 to 7, and Animal Kingdom 9 to 5. Okay. No, now we're looking at the first week of June already and still no word on Typhoon Lagoon's opening. Mm. Well, I mean, I think Blizzard Beach just opened. First week of March. So it'll be March, April, May. This will be three months after Typhoon Lagoon is open. They need to see how Typhoon Lagoon... They, um, you mean Blizzard Beach. They need to see how Blizzard Beach is going. Right. Uh, whether they're getting the people in there that, you know, to hit basically close to capacity every time. Right. And then once they get close to that, they'll maybe reopen. Or when, you know, it gets to be the summer months, if they have a bunch of people down there, things will be open for, you know... Probably July. You'd think June. God, it's already right. hot down there in May. Yeah. Um, a rapper named, I don't know if I should say it. It's Joey Bad ASS, um, was upset because his family was denied entrance. That's right. Uh, and his name is actually Joey B-A-D-A dollar sign dollar sign. Oh, okay. That's not so bad. But as I like to call him, it's Joey Badass. Shh, you're not supposed to say the bad words. Now, he's received, I believe, more press and notoriety from this one story. <laughs> no one's ever heard of him. Uh, than his musical career has given him, uh, I guess. I don't know. I've never heard of him. Um, but apparently he showed up at the Ticket Transportation Center and cast members there would not allow his family of 30-plus people to enter because his autistic cousin was not wearing a mask. He, of course, got everyone's name, recorded a video on Instagram that he posted, uh, and was very upset uh, that he is never coming back to Disney again. The child thinks the mask is suffocating. The child has no idea why it is even a requirement. Um, and, you know, he said, we're here with 30 plus people for my daughter's birthday and they turned my little cousin away. I can't even enjoy Disney anymore. Uh, Disney, of course, says that guests age two and up are required to wear an approved face mask at all times except when actively eating or drinking. And there are no exceptions for guests with disabilities. Right. You can't. I mean, you can't make th- guests with disabilities can pass the COVID virus just as easily as guests without disabilities. Right. They can catch the virus just as easily as guests without disabilities. So it doesn't matter that you have a disability. It stinks that you can't wear a mask, which means you can't right. go. But, you know, if you're trying to pe- keep people safe, you got to do what you got to do. Yep. And uh, and it does it does stink. Like, I totally understand how awful that is. But what can you do? Yep. Um, I Sorry, don't, Joey. Yeah, I don't know if posting anything on social media is going to help. The chapeau uh, that we talked about is being, you know, bumped around because they are closing the confectionery for uh, refurb. They have a temporary spot for that in the box office gifts. That's right. They are temporarily moving over to box office gifts. 
which is in the Town Square Theater, which houses the uh, Photo Center and Tony's Town Square Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so they will be there. It's not that. It's, so it's right It's next across door. the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a 10-second walk yeah. from the original <laughs> it'll Chapo just, location. It'll be fine. So if you want to get your hats, mouse ears, um, and any type of accoutrement for mm-hmm. those, you can head over there. Everybody loves a construction update. Uh, this is a well. This is a refurb update, and it's one that no one cares about. Uh, right. So go ahead, Tony. I totally care about this no, one. No, you don't. Uh, the Swiss Family Treehouse is closed from March twelfth uh, through March twenty sixth, and one thing we do know is that the uh, safety netting above the bridge to enter the treehouse. It's been replaced. Well, thank goodness. You know, the old netting was just looking ratty. It was. And, you know, it was time for a replacement. Yeah, I'm I glad noticed. they did it. It's I noticed that every coming. time I'm there. It's now a new nylon fiber netting, which okay. is far superior to the old netting. Okay, good, yeah. good. I'm so glad they took care of that. I totally made that up. Um, the largest piece of decorative bunting so far has been added to the castle. That's right. This is uh, three. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what would you it call it? It's so pretty. What would you call that? Three. Drapes. Drapes. One drape with two, three hangy things <laughs> on one of the turrets. It's an official title. I, I watched a lot of uh, shows on HGTV, and it's called a hangy thing. Okay. Um, yeah, the bunting looks really nice. It does. I would not be surprised to see this left up. After, yeah, should, after the celebration, it should stay. I love it. You know, it it really goes after uh, King's was it King Stefan, right? King Stefan's castle mm-hmm. yeah. in Cinderella, and I think it really shows like a celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I Wait, I would like to see King that Stefan's Sleeping Beauty. Uh, you might be right. I think King Stefan's Sleeping Beauty. Dang it! All right. Um, I got to figure out what king that is. <laughs> the Tron light cycle canopy frame is so close to completion. That's right. Last week they completed the left frame. Uh huh. Or, or the left side of the covering. Uh, the right side of the covering needs just one more piece to be completed. Uh, and then they can actually start putting the canopy uh, up onto the canopy framework. Yay! So that's uh, that's very exciting. Uh, the next step uh, will be uh, installation of the canopy and illuminated effects. All right. So this story should have come one before, I think. But uh, some of the paint scheme on the castle is changing again. Yeah, they went to that new light blue color on a lot of the turrets, and they also painted the white part of the castle pink. Um, But now they're going to a darker blue, so they've already started repainting some of the lower turrets uh, to a darker color. Uh, Don't know if it's because of the projection mappings. Uh, You know, I I thought that's why they would have made the color change initially to go to those lighter colors. Right. Uh, But now they're bringing a darker blue to the turrets. It looks nicer. It does. I mean, I didn't dislike it the other way, but it definitely, they're doing a lot with that royal blue. Right. uh, Throughout the park. And it it, it looks nice. I mean, it definitely stands out a little bit more and it looks a little more regal. They brought them to that, what they're calling iridescent blue, Mm -hmm. which was a little more shiny, a little more shimmery. Right. Um, but now this new royal blue is a very dark blue. Maybe they didn't love the way it ended up looking. You know, the way Maybe. things catch the light and stuff, it might have made it look too light. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is. But, yeah, those are being repainted. So I so. wonder if when Disneyland opens, they will have already painted all of that. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of the castle, the floor fl- framing um, at the castle stage has been completed. That's right. The flame framework for all of the flooring joists has been laid. Um, which is, you know, for those of us who love a good stage, uh, it's very exciting. And uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, not much to say. The next step is going to be the uh, floor, the new stage. All right. A new color scheme is being tested. Oh, oh, wait. Radiant heating system is being installed on the stage. I don't get to go on the stage, so do I really care if my feet are warm? No, but they've got radiant heating. No, I mean, that is cool because if it's really, really cold out um, and you're up there dancing and stuff. Well, the other thing is uh, when a rainstorm comes along, the heat will help the rain dissipate. So, yeah, or if they get any. I mean, if it's really cold, if they worry about, like, ice. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, The – what did I say? I already said this. The new color scheme is being tested at the TTC. Yeah. uh, They're they're testing some of the sections around the Ticket and Transportation Center. Um, It's just – everything is is like that new dark royal blue with gold striping. It's the same – the blue is the same exact color as they're painting the turrets. Right. And uh, I really like it. I do, too. It's got a very uh, blue and gold naval academy look to it. Oh, yeah, it does. The blue's a little off, but uh, other than that, very similar. Um, the next section of pavement in front of Spaceship Earth has been completed. Yep, section number two. All right. Many more sections to go. And work has begun on the pavement in front of La Gelateria. Yep, uh, they've started uh, putting down some of the bricks and concrete work there. Um, so I would expect that to be open you know, maybe in time for the summer crowds, mm. you know. Well, I would hope so, yeah. Maybe maybe if they push it, Easter's what, three weeks? Yeah. Think they're going to push it for Easter? Two weeks? How f- next, today's Sunday now, next the 28th, Sunday? 28th, yeah, we're two weeks away from Easter. Weeks, yeah, next probably, Sunday, I think it's Palm Sunday. Probably won't be open by then. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like it. Tony All just right. showed me the picture of progress. I'm going to say by the end of April it's open. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, the 2021 extravaganza has arrived at Epcot. That's right. If you don't remember what an extravaganza is, it is an egg hunt around the world showcase um, in Epcot. Uh, so it costs $7.99. And then when you're done, you go to Mouse Gear, Disney Traders, or World Traveler for a special surprise. All right. Walt Disney World Imagineering um, is sharing a bit about the new points of light on Spaceship Earth. That's right. And you know what Imagineer is doing it? Zach Ridley. No, some guy named Jason. I guess guess Zach Ridley was busy. (laughs) Um, But they have tested out one of the new uh, points of light, which are going to be stationed um, or placed uh, on Spaceship Earth's Aluco Bond panels. Um, and these points of light are going to create a grid across Spaceship Earth um, as part of the story of connection and communication, but these lights can be lit up in various patterns, mm. um, almost like a constellation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, type of type of look. You know where they have something similar to that? It's just the points of light thing. I don't think it can be mixed around or anything. Where's that? The Basketball Hall of Fame has that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it looks like a Spaceship Earth ball. Okay. Okay, but um, so imagine your Jason uh, shared some stuff about the lighting fixtures, about how it can have different colors shining out of the front, and there are also holes on the side, so each light has multiple points of light within it. That's neat. And it's going to be a new way to illuminate Spaceship Earth, and it has already been mentioned that the uh, points of light will stay after the 50th celebration. Yeah, why take them down? uh, Concludes. Uh, at Disney Springs, Ashley Epstein is going to have a presentation at the AMC Theater. That's right. Uh, I believe uh, I might. You might have thought I said Epstein. It's Ashley Eckstein. Oh, X. I don't know who these people are. That's so. right. Ashley Eckstein uh, voices one of the characters in the Star Wars cartoons, but she is also a designer. Okay. Uh, she is very big in the uh, Disney slash Star Wars universe, 
And as a celebr- as part of the celebration of Women's History Month, she will be giving a talk at uh, AMC Theaters on March 24th at 5 p.m. And it's called Curating Your Dreams. Um, so tickets are going to be available. Uh, I believe it's it's free. Um, but tickets will be distributed a limit of two tickets per person at 9 a.m. on March 22nd. And seating will be assigned uh, by social distancing. Um Right. in mind. So uh, that's uh, that's pretty exciting. There's going to be a Q&A and uh, she voices uh, Ahsoka Tano okay. uh, in the cartoons. Right. Um, there's an update on the monorail station at the Polynesian. That's right. Uh, the uh, platform continues to grow. Um, they have been, the, the uh, columns have been prepped to receive platforms. Uh, the bases have been installed. Um, so it is, uh, look at that. It is coming along. We've got some, uh, concrete work there and, uh, very exciting. The platform base has been installed along the monorail platform and, uh, over at the great ceremonial house, uh, the first, first pillars connecting to the great ceremonial house to the monorail station have been, uh, poured. So that is uh, that is good news. All right. Now, why don't you give me a construction update about what's going on outside of the Magic Kingdom? That's right. They have continued to work on uh, the traffic pattern around the Ticket and Transportation Center right. where the um, the parking entrance is, mm-hmm. where, where you pay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it used to be everybody went through those, those gates. Right. And then a few years ago, uh, phase one was completed in 2019 where they put that flyover. Right. So if you're going to the resorts... You don't have to stop at the ticket booths anymore to pay for parking. Uh, Well, now phase two of the plan has been started, which involves building more ramps uh, up and around that area. So it's going to just improve the traffic flow uh, around the park. So uh, the ramp is now being constructed um, and a bunch more of supports uh, have been set up at the Magic Kingdom Toll Plaza. All right. Uh, the U.S. could begin relaxing the uh, restrictions on international travel come May. Yeah, uh, and that's according to the Biden administration. They're hoping to relax travel restrictions across the Mexico, uh, Mexican and Canadian borders and on inbound travel from the U.K., Europe, and Brazil in mid-May. Um, and that is uh, when vaccines are going to be more widely available to everyone. Okay. Uh, across the globe. Right. And uh, it just worries me when, when they let Brazil back in again. Uh, no, not because we don't like Brazilians, but because they tend to uh, be, a little be in forceful. the parks. Well, they're just, they're, there's, uh, when they come, there's just, whatever time period it is, it's like their, whatever their spring break is or right. whatever. If you catch it wrong, there's just a lot of Brazilians, which just is a lot of people right. and uh, longer lines and such. Yeah. So. The, the current bans uh, on land crossings at the Canadian and Mexican borders uh, was recently extended from March 21st until April 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that does expire in you know a month, and maybe they extend it by another month. But well, we even know. if the restrictions are loosened on our end, if the Canadian government doesn't loosen the restrictions, people still can't come. Right. Because they can't get back. They're not going to leave. Like, yeah, you might be allowed to come to the U.S., but if, if Canada doesn't want to let you back in after you've been there... It's not going to – it doesn't matter. (laughs) Right. Um, All right. And then Disneyland Paris, do we have a COVID update? We do. So we mentioned recently that um, they're going to be closed indefinitely, that the April 2nd date that they had pushed out is uh, not going to happen. 
Uh, and that's because some, some really rough stuff is going on over in uh, France. Uh, they have a third wave of COVID-19, and it's shutting down Paris for a month. Ugh. In addition to the Paris region, 15 other regions will begin a four-week shutdown. Actually, they began it at midnight on this past Friday. France recorded over 35,000 new coronavirus cases in 24 hours. Oh, geez. Um, 12,000 Parisians were in intensive care, which was more than during their November uh, peak. Um so the the re, new reopening date is not announced. No. Uh, Paris is going to be closed uh, for a while. What's the story with the vaccine? I mean, is it only the U.S. that really has it so far? Uh, no, there's there's other vaccines. Like uh, they had been giving the AstraZeneca vaccine in mm-hmm. Europe that has right. not been approved in the U.S. But then they stopped uh, uh, they stopped giving it out because I think people were having clotting issues oh. uh, with the vaccine. So you, you know these vaccines are are worldwide, but it takes. Um, authorization from whatever health agency, you right. know, in our country, it's the CDC. Right. So other countries have their agencies and protocols that they, these vaccines need to go through for approvals. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the countries have vaccines. Um, some of the, you know, non, uh, I don't want to say third world countries, but some of the non uh, affluent, and affluent's even the wrong word. But just the distribution network in some of these other countries is right. not as right, right. good as it is in some of the more Yeah, the infrastructure is not set right. up for it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. In Hong Kong Disneyland, they are adding a new show to celebrate the 15th anniversary. That's right. They're continuing to celebrate their 15th anniversary with a new uh, show called the Grand Birthday Celebration Moment. Uh, and it's a show that's going to take place uh, in front of the Main Street Station. Um, and... Uh, it's a nice little uh, celebration. They've got some video out of it uh, on the web, so uh, check that out if you get a chance. Okay. Uh, there's an update from Bob Chapek on the release of Black Widow. That's right. So previously, Bob Chapek said that Black Widow would definitely be a theatrical release. Uh, in, we, I mentioned earlier that he had an interview with Bloomberg, um, and he has now changed his tune to say that the release of the uh, upcoming Black Widow film will be a last-minute decision. Mm. And he is not completely ruling out the idea of a hybrid release. Right. Um, Which is what they did. Much like Raya and the Last yeah. Dragon, where it was released both in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. Right. Um, but they're saying that this last-minute decision could be a delay or a potential hybrid release on Disney+. Plus. So uh, that is due to be released on May 7th. So we do have uh, a month and a half before that that comes down to uh, I can the see them time. pushing it. Only like a month. But I mean, like that month might be the difference between like a whole bunch of people like being comfortable with and being able to go to the movies and a lot less people. Right. You know, because you're going to start having uh, a lot more people vaccinated. In Connecticut, you know, our numbers are going to be, you know, vaccination numbers should be great by, you know, the middle of May. Right. But not not every um, state is moving as quickly. So, yep. you know, I mean, a lot of the states still are at 65 plus for their vaccinations where we've moved to 45 plus. So, you know, we should have everybody have it available to everybody within the next, what, month and a half. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even, even, uh, you know, 16, even 16 year olds who want it should be able to get it by mid April. So not everyone has that luxury though. All right. In universal news, uh, there are tremendous crowds this week. Yeah, they have reached capacity uh, six out of the past seven days in Universal with their spring break crowds. 
hitting capacity on the 20th by 1.30 p.m. So, wow. Uh, you know, the, and, and Disney, people are saying, you know, people who are in Disney this week too, it's, it's spring break. Right. It's busy. Um, it's going to be a busy couple weeks right. between now and Easter. Yeah. Um, and, uh, maybe the week after Easter as well, cause mm-hmm. some people have the week before, some people have right. the week after and, uh, it's just, you know, it's that time of year. Yep. And even, you know, this year in a COVID restricted world, uh, people are traveling and yep. we saw on the news the other night that, um, what the, the. Four heaviest travel days were last week since the COVID crisis began. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, transportation uh, administration transportation administration said that uh, they were actually over like 1.4 million travelers the other day, mm-hmm. which is a, a new post COVID high. Yeah. So you know, people are definitely feeling a little a little more secure mm-hmm. with traveling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then people are starting to speculate about which houses are likely going to be available for the Halloween Horror Nights. That's right. There's a speculation map out now for Halloween Horror Nights 30, which lists the uh, supposed houses and scare zones for Halloween Horror Nights 30. Uh, right now, what they're showing is The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, Chain- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Uh, Haunted Halloween Nights Icons Captured, Welcome to Scary, The Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin, Puppet Theater, Captive Audience, The Haunting of Hill House, Beetlejuice, and Creepshow uh, as the uh, houses. And then Scare Zones, they have a 30th anniversary zone, the original zone, Creepshow, Terra Cruentis, and the Best of Scare Zones mashup. All right. So we'll see. uh, Officially, Universal has only... Uh, announced the Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice mm-hmm. and I think that's it. Um, so we'll see what's gonna gonna come. Uh, you know, they've already started announcing stuff, uh, and Puppet Theater Captive Audience was confirmed last year. Okay. Um, so those two houses have been announced already. So we'll see what the other eight are and see if this speculation is correct. All right. And then our last story is about um, Universal. Which rides are currently, well, have been added as loading every row? That's right. The High in the Sky Seuss Trolley Train and The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man are now loading every row. All right. Get those crowds moving on these uh, sold out days. When you hit capacity, you got to give these people something to do. Yep. All right. All right. Any final words? No, this was a long show. It was. It was uh, 34 minutes. Oh, my goodness. All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.